A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All Charmaine Whalen dreamed of was having love, marriage, and the most amazing wedding. So when she met a handsome man who wanted to make those dreams come true, she could hardly believe her good fortune. Vernon was older, he was accomplished, he was an engineer, he was a gentleman. She was hook, line, sinker, in love. But blinded by her fairy tale, Charmaine failed to see the deviousness her new beau was hiding. Something was, was, was wrong with him. It was very disturbing. And before long, Charmaine would uncover her true love's true intentions. This case went crazy in the media. I never would imagine in a million years that I would get caught up in something like this. When it comes to love and marriage, things aren't always as they seem. It was true that Charmaine Whalen wanted badly to be married. She had been planning her fantasy wedding ever since she was a child. I already had this image in my head how I wanted my wedding to be. I wanted it to be very elegant and, you know, fuchsia colors, bright colors, lots of people, the long train, just a big wedding. But in the early spring of 1994, the 23-year-old couldn't have been farther from the altar. Instead, Charmaine was the single mother of a seven-year-old boy and had just ended another relationship. I was actually dating a police officer, and then finally we called it off. He was married before, and it didn't appear that he wanted to settle down. And I just wanted to be in love, and I wanted it to be forever. So that March, while at a mall in her Los Angeles hometown, Charmaine recognized the events that followed as a scene straight out of her own love story. Me and my girlfriend were shopping, and as I was walking back, my girlfriend, she went one way, and I went another way, and I couldn't find my car. 
And so this man comes up to me. He was like, are you lost? I just lost my car. I can help you if you'd like. He was good looking and, you know, tall. And so I told him yes. The handsome 33-year-old introduced himself as Vernon Pierce. We were looking for my car and we struck up a conversation. He told me he was an engineer. He lived in um, Arizona and that he was just out there on business. Vernon listened intently as Charmaine talked about her job at a local department store and her studies in a two-year business program. He turned on the charm the minute he pulled up to rescue her. And when she saw him and how good-looking he was, that was it. it. It was over. He seemed like a really nice guy, and he asked me for my phone number, and I said, sure, you know, why not? I'm single, and he told me he was single. So we exchanged numbers, and I was feeling excited. I was attracted to him. He called me immediately, and we started talking just about every day. As the two logged long hours on the phone over the next two weeks, Charmaine learned there was so much more to their connection than simple attraction. We had some, some things in common. He worked out at the gym. I worked out. He was a very nice dresser. I, I love to dress. I love to shop. Charmaine found herself admiring everything about her seemingly perfect suitor, especially his work ethic. So she respected that he wasn't allowed personal phone calls at work. So if you just give me a page or call the house. Okay, sure. I wanted to be with someone that was established, and he had a lot going for him. So when Vernon suggested she fly out to Glendale, Arizona for a visit toward the end of March, Charmaine wasn't about to say no. Okay. The weekend trip was nothing short of magical. He had some red roses for me. He opened the car door for me. He was a total gentleman. That's really far-fetched to just get on the plane, to, to go meet someone that you don't know. He whined and dined her. He pulled out all the stops. But back at Vernon's home, Charmaine couldn't help but notice the space felt overwhelmingly empty. To me, it was a little eerie. His walls were empty. There was no decorations. But he told me that I'm just out here on assignment through my job. Once home, Charmaine couldn't believe how much potential had come from a chance encounter in a parking lot. Could it be possible she'd met the man of her dreams? The one she might marry? The way that she was describing him really sounded like Prince Charming, swept her off her feet, knew all the things to say. She was smitten over him. I could see us falling in love. But Charmaine's sugar-coated dreams of wedded bliss would soon come to haunt her in the worst way what? when she learned that she was nothing more than a means to an end. That was a shocker because who does that? I thought he was crazy. He totally tore my life up. It was all a setup. In the spring of 1994, Charmaine Whalen had to wonder if her new love interest, Vernon Pierce, might be the man she would eventually marry. It seemed Vernon was reading her mind. He calls me one night and um, he said, I know it's really quick, but he says, we should get married. And I just was like, oh my gosh. I think we've known each other for maybe like two months, if that. Let's do it. Let's get married. But we don't even live in the same state. 
he said his transfer was coming up and he was going to transfer back to California. We were going to live in this area. He had everything mapped out. Vernon told Charmaine it would take some time for his transfer. But in the meantime, they could get married in an Arizona courthouse and plan a big wedding later in California. Whatever you want, it's nothing, baby. I know it was a short period of time, but I felt comfortable with him. And I'm kind of like, what the heck? Yes, yes, let's get married. I was surprised it was so quick. Then I, I kind of thought, well, if this is the person that she feels is the one, she's not going to mess around. So on April 27th, Charmaine flew out to Arizona. Two days later, she put on a brand new dress and headed to the courthouse with her equally fine fiance. Oh my gosh, I was so nervous. But I didn't have a ring because he told me that my ring was being custom made. I wasn't happy about that part because you know how when you have your girlfriends and your friends, you want to kind of show your little bling bling off a little bit. A few days later, Charmaine returned to California, excited about all the fun planning that lay ahead. I was on full throttle. I already knew my colors. I already knew the music. So I was just in that planning phase. Vernon told her, you know, the sky's the limit. And so that's what she was going for. Still, Charmaine craved her new husband's input. So she decided it warranted breaking the rules and gave him a call at his engineering firm. Vernon Pierce, please. I knew what company he worked for, so I called, and the person that picked up the phone said, well, Vernon no longer works for this company. Really? That's weird. Charmaine dialed Vernon's home phone repeatedly until he finally answered. Hello? I just called your job and... And he said, you called my job? Oh, no, honey, you can't call. You can't call my job. I'm not allowed to have phone calls. What did I tell you about calling the job? That's all bread and butter. He says, and furthermore, I still work there. I just got transferred to a different division. And so in the back of my mind, you know, it didn't sit right with me, but I'm in the middle of planning this wedding, so I'm just like, okay. But her confidence was bolstered when Vernon called one day in early June with a suggestion. What if Charmaine moved to Arizona so they could finish out the rest of his contract together? He wanted me to quit my job, so I quit my job. Uh, you know, I told my supervisor that I hadn't gotten married, and she's like, who is this guy? Within a matter of days, Charmaine moved out of her place and in with her grandmother in preparation. I was just on speed. And Charmaine was ecstatic when Vernon told her he felt it was important that he meet her family before she moved. He said he'd taken some time off work to fly to California on June 13th. Well, give me your flight information. So he says, oh, don't worry about it. He says, I'll call you when I get to the airport. So I said, okay. On the day of Vernon's flight, Charmaine stayed by the phone, waiting to pick him up from the airport. But as the hours flew by, there was no word from her husband. I'm starting to blow his pager up. I'm calling the house in Arizona, and I can't figure out where is this man. So my heart is pounding, my nerves, I'm on edge, I'm pacing back and forth. I wanted to get down to the bottom of where is my husband? So I called the Glendale Police Department, and I told them that my husband had been missing. 
And so they went out to his house. They called me back later on that night, about 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning. It was a good thing Charmaine was sitting down. Police? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Had some shocking news. Everyone was very surprised it turned into something of a media event. You didn't know what was going to happen next. My heart, it just sunk. I was just floored. After worrying about her husband Vernon's whereabouts, Charmaine Pierce finally received word from police in Arizona and was shocked at what they found. The officer found a woman there also looking for Vernon. She was outside the residence, knocking on the door. They asked her, who was she? And she said, I am looking for my husband. We just got married, and I'm trying to move in, and I can't find him. And they said, were you talking about Vernon Pierce? Yes, Vernon Pierce. I'm his wife. Police told Charmaine the woman's name was Cherise, and she insisted she had just legally married Vernon on May 11th. That can't be. I'm his wife. When they told me that, oh my gosh, my heart, it just sunk. I was just floored. She called and told me um, that this Prince Charming of hers might be married to someone else. She was in shock. 
Obviously, her ideal dream you know, had been shattered. Determined to get to the bottom of the bizarre situation, Charmaine caught the next flight to Arizona and asked detectives to put her in touch with Charisse. So I called her. I told her who I was and met her at a, at a local restaurant. And she proceeded to tell me how they met, when they got married, and we were very friendly with each other. And so I'm thinking in my mind, this cannot be happening. Disgusted, Charmaine decided to file bigamy charges, and police urged her to return to California while they investigated. He didn't have any criminal record that I'm aware of. We never really had any indication he would be violent, but we didn't really know what he was capable of. Loveless, betrayed, and humiliated, Charmaine returned to California. She didn't think things could get worse until a series of phone calls proved otherwise. To Charmaine's extreme surprise, first to call was Vernon himself. He says, uh, Charmaine, I know you was in Arizona looking for me. He's like, you know what? If you don't want to be with me anymore, that's fine. We can break up. We're not in high school anymore, Vernon. And I said, we are married. And so I proceeded to ask him, why did he do what he did? Why? Why would you do that? He says, I I'm doing this for a movie, for a book. What? He says, if I let you write a couple chapters in my book, would you drop the charges? I'll give you a whole chapter. I say, absolutely not. No. I'm not dropping the charges. And I hung up. The next day, Charmaine had just managed to calm down when another call jolted her to the core. I get a call from a woman that's telling me that she's Vernon's wife. She told me her name was Stacy. And so she says they've been married for some years. You have to be kidding me. It seemed not only was Charmaine sharing her husband, but she wasn't even Vernon's first wife, as he'd claimed. I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, is there another one out there? She didn't have to wonder long. Police soon uncovered wife number four. His first marriage was legitimate. Marriages two and three occurred in Glendale, Arizona. They were illegal. We developed information about a fourth marriage in Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, the Glendale Police Department does not have any jurisdiction in Nevada, so we could not charge him with that. So a misdemeanor warrant was issued for Vernon Pierce, seeking two counts of bigamy. So he was already married, and then in a period of six weeks, married three more women. That's extraordinary. I was just like, why? You know, why me? He totally tore my life up, and all these women are coming out the closet. And a collection of wives wasn't all police found. We did go and serve a search warrant at Vernon's townhouse and found marriage licenses and a three by five index card. And I, it was titled, Who to Marry? And it was a list of names and Charmaine was on it. So it, it looked like a plan uh, to have multiple wives. Police were ready to arrest Vernon. The problem was he was nowhere to be found. In June 1994, Charmaine Pierce filed bigamy charges against her husband Vernon after discovering he was married to three other women at the same time. But unfortunately, police couldn't find him anywhere. It's not like he was 
uh, Bonnie and Clyde, but he didn't come in. We did not know where he was. The case was very unusual. For the next six months, the warrant for Vernon's arrest went unexecuted, leaving Charmaine struggling to move on. I have no income, and I have a son. So now what am I going to do? I have to get another job, get my life back together. With Vernon on the run, her mind only replayed every lie he told her. It was something about his townhouse. It was too dry. When I called and they said he got fired, and he's like, I can't receive phone calls. Really? Come on now. The whole, I don't have your ring. So that was a red flag. It started to look as though Vernon would never be held accountable until December 1994, when he suddenly announced he'd be turning himself into authorities after an extensive interview with a local reporter. He just, he wanted fame. He wanted to be on TV. He just wanted to be recognized. Charmaine was floored as Vernon griped to the reporter that while he'd always fantasized about having many wives, the lifestyle wasn't at all what it seemed to be. Uh, well, I had a lot of time to think about it. Vernon told his wives that he was an engineer or a salesperson or a model, uh, anything that would require him to travel and be away from home. But in actuality, Vernon didn't even have a job. He essentially lived off of gifts and financial support from his wives and other women he was seeing. He basically said he couldn't keep up the lies. He started getting confused with birthdays and just the whole lies and scheming. And he said he got tired. So you think this is all going to be resolved pretty quickly? Um, it's hard to say. I'm hopeful that it can be resolved quickly. While Vernon's other wives did not press charges, Charmaine knew she couldn't back down. I didn't want Vernon to think that he can just do something like this and just get away with it. And so he needed to pay for what he did. In April 1995, Vernon Pierce went to court and pled guilty. He was sentenced to five months in jail and community service. After 30 days, he was released for good behavior. You're destroying the sanctity of a commitment like marriage and then destroying the lives of, of women who have quit their jobs or, or, or moved for this person. It's very disappointing. It wasn't fair. He's basically got a slap on the hand. But the judge actually said that if Vernon tried to do any movies or any books or anything like that, all residuals go to me. So, therefore, he stopped pursuing. Following his sentencing, Charmaine promptly divorced Vernon. I'm thinking in my mind, my marriage is not real. You know, I don't need to file for a divorce. But according to the laws in Arizona, I still had to get a divorce. Because if I wanted to get married again, I needed a clean slate. In the nearly 20 years that have passed since then, Charmaine has had plenty of time to reflect on her experience as the wife of a bigamist. I feel like I got closure because I've moved on with my life, but it was an experience I'll never forget. She's very guarded when it comes to relationships, and I can't blame her because of what happened. It took a lot of courage for her to actually let people know her story. Yet despite it all, Charmaine still strongly believes in the partnership of marriage. 
I'm still the girl that wants to be in love. And I believe that it's someone for everybody because we are not meant to be on this earth alone.